Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help you build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Campbell, joined by Dr. John Deloney. This is your show, America. Give us a call at 888-825-5225. It's been an amazing uh, launch week as we've celebrated the launch of my new book, Breaking Free from Broke. It's now available for pre-order for just 20 bucks, and we're going to bribe you with $100 worth of bonuses to make it worth your while, including an enhanced audiobook read by me, the ebook access to my newest talk from our Smart Conference event, and so much more. So please go Signed check it out. Signed t-shirts that you've already worn, I heard? That's, we're not doing that one yet, John. We'll work our way up to the merch. One person, <laughs> the one merch. lucky person is going to get, um, you're going to tattoo their name on your arm? I think that's more your audience. Is what That's what they're looking I for. Just, I think this is the perfect moment for a crossover. I don't think my target demo is tattooed guys. You know, that's cool if they are. I don't know if they're out I there. Think, I think the fintech community... I think mine's more like former Apple Store employees. That's about my speed. <laughs> that are like, ah, the sun. Yeah, that's ah, it. the sun. But uh, I'm really am pumped about this book. It's I've been working on it for a year straight, and the whole point of it is to help people have more money and less stress. And I do that by first exposing this toxic money system, the way we've all stumbled into it. Some of it was our fault. Some of it was well-meaning guidance counselors and teachers and parents and who knows what else. A TikTok video that you took some advice from. And so I just want to just crush through all that noise and tell you the truth about money and hit every objection in your mind and then show you a path to break free from that and have more time and money than ever before. So that's it. If you want to check that out, if that sounds interesting to you, go to RamseySolutions.com slash store and pre-order today. John is up next in Fort Collins, Colorado. John, welcome to the show. Uh, yes. Um, I just am looking for some input on possibly changing jobs. Um, I have about $20,000 in debt. Um, I like where I work. Um, we're on big step two. Um, but, and we're making things work as is, but it's tight financially. I have an opportunity to make a jump to where I get a sign on bonus, um, of like $5,000. Um, and then on top of that, I'm going to be making about um, five, uh, five to $6 more an hour um, plus more overtime, but I would be gone more. My wife stays at home. She homeschools and takes care of the kids, so this would be a um, stress on her being at home with the kids more. Um, my, my guess, what I would want to do is when I leave this job, cash out my 401k and pay off all the debt and that would give us breathing room no on the other side of that no be, don't do any no. of those things you're talking about severing your okay. leg off <laughs> m- yeah. may make okay. you way less but it's not the solution to the problem how okay. much how much do you make in your job right now um anywhere from uh 5500 um to 6500 a month that's okay. what i take home and you owe twenty thousand bucks then y'all are free and clear yeah, twenty thousand is what we owe. And what's this new job gonna gonna net you? What are you gonna bring home every week from it? Um, anywhere from like sixty five to seventy five a month. So it's it's basically gonna be a thousand dollars extra a month. Yes. I will tell you, I would much rather see you keep the job that you love, that allows you to be with your family, that gives you peace, and on on a daily basis, day in and day out. 
and you and your wife sit down and say, for the next six months, I'm going to get up at five o'clock in the morning and drive people to the airport via Uber or Lyft. And I'm going to drive in the evenings when I get off and I'm going to earn that extra 12 grand on my own and knock this stupid stuff out. Okay. Because you're making a long-term shift decision. You're changing in the entire dynamic of your family for 12,000 bucks. If you told me it's 20 grand, I would say y'all need to sit down and have that conversation. But just a thousand bucks a month feels like a million dollars to you right now because you can't breathe. But I think there's some things y'all can do right now that doesn't upend your family so much. Okay. Does that sound right? Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm looking for. Um, and, and that's probably the advice I need. Or are you just exhausted, um, dude, and just ready for this to be done? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I am exhausted. But at the same time, this is a job that I do like. Um, it's close to home. But the job that I would be going to was a job that I did before, um, and it, did, it caused a lot of stress on my family. So yeah, um, but it, it's like the financial stress of trying to get out of debt. If you right told now. me you were fifty or a hundred grand in debt, and you're going to double your salary, it may be different. Right? I'm, I'm all, dude. I'm all about. Like, I just got through with it. George and I were just talking off air, writing a book in our jobs and doing our own shows plus TRS plus being on the road traveling doing speaking gigs plus doing internal video shoots for the business units and Rams. Like when you put a book on top of that, one group of people suffers the most and that's our families because that stuff is right. done in the mornings before everybody wakes up and it's done at nighttime and it just erodes things. And when you're on the road, you're writing in hotels. So you get home exhausted. It, it's just chaos. And then you have to go on the road and sell it. And, but here's the deal. It's a season and it comes with a reward at the back end. Hey, it's going to be a bananas year. And then we're going to get, hopefully if it sells well, we'll get a little bit of a income windfall and then we don't do it again for a couple of years. And so you see what I'm saying? So if you're doing something for a season, I'm dude, I'm all in work like a maniac. Just go, just go guns a blazing. It's when you say, I'm just going to do this indefinitely. And I already have done this job before. I know it's going to stress me out. It's going to stress the family out for 12 grand, man, you can earn 12 grand doing other things um, before or after the job you have now. Fair? I would agree. What's your job? Uh, heavy equipment mechanic. I work for the fire department right now. Oh, cool. So you're, you're a handy guy? Yeah, I, I, I guess. Do you know how much you can make just doing handyman work in your neighborhood and posting on Facebook? And I'm not talking like complicated stuff. We're talking changing light bulbs, framing up some photos, that kind of stuff. How much do you think I've you could never, make an hour? I have never looked into it. I'm going to tell I you right know. now because I pay these people, and it hurts my brain that I paid them this much. Fifty to ninety dollars an hour is what people charge for handyman work in my neighborhood. You mean to blow your mind even more? <laughs> my friend Gustavo Menendez came to the United States. He married a missionary, and he was an engineer. But the U.S. wouldn't recognize his engineering degree because it was from another country. So he had to make money, and he had a truck and a couple hundred bucks. And he now has an unfathomably successful mobile oil change business where he comes to your office, he comes to your house and changes the oil in your car in your driveway. You know what I would pay for someone to come to my house out in the woods and do that? Because it cost me a whole half day of my life to do that. I got to drive an hour to the place. I got to wait. And it says 10 minutes and it ends up being an hour and a half. And I got to drive an hour back. Right. It's, it's unbelievable. 
And you, with your mechanic skills, could fill up Saturdays and Sundays and night times and mornings with oil changes in people's driveways, and you would have your debt paid off in no time. It's about seasonality. And then I want you to start to ask yourself, what am I going to do in five years, in 10 years? Are you going to own your own mechanic shop? Is there a path forward? I think that's the question you need to be asking. Do I love this work and what comes after this? But man, I wouldn't quit your job right now, not for 12 grand. I'd find that money. Scratch and claw. Get it. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I told you uh, what time of year it was. It's the annual listener survey time of year, but it's also Christmas cash giveaway time. That's here, too. You could win one of our $500 weekly prizes or the grand prize of $5,000. That's just our way of uh, you know giving away Dave's money. It's the most fun you can have with money is giving away your money followed by Dave's money. So enter every day to increase your chances of winning at RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. You can also get some meaningful gifts for Christmas during our $12 sale. Uh, we've got best-selling books on there for 12 bucks, like The Total Money Makeover, Baby Steps Millionaires, and Own Your Past, Change Your Future for just $12 each. And, John, this is exciting. Questions for Humans Conversations cards are as low as 10 bucks right now, plus the popular Questions for Humans Christmas edition is back. Those sold out last year, so get them while you can. Hey, and we got a new one. Uh, we got two new ones this year. Thanksgiving. We're going to save your Thanksgiving. If you are already dreading Thanksgiving, just sitting around the table staring at that one family member who will not shut up about politics... And has an opinion on every. There's mm. every family has that one person that's still talking about COVID. Just can't it's let it go. Let stopped. I got you. Questions for humans Thanksgiving, and then we have a new one. And this was people were just asking and asking and asking for it. So we sat down with ex- experts, kids and grandparents. Oh, and we have a grandparents and kids deck. That's so. Fun. If you take your kids to uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas, you can go on a date, and your their grandparents aren't just going to hand them digital babysitters. They can actually sit and talk and communicate and learn all about your parents. I'll be home for Thanksgiving, so I'm going to give it to my parents and say, can you ask my two-month-old these questions? (laughs) Exactly. See if we can get her talking. It'll be perfect. I want answers. Hey, hold on, hold on. I'm going to do a question with you. Okay. Um, What are one or two things you'd like to be thankful for next year? That I'd like to be. This is aspirational gratefulness. Aspirational uh, gratitude. That's right. Uh, I think uh, my health. Things taken for granted. Hmm. And with some recent family stuff, I'm yep. like, wow, like this is all we have. And it goes quick. We got one body, yep. one health. So, you know, I want to make the most of that. I want to be more grateful for it 
and uh, with action steps. With Excellent. That, like moving my body, like John says to do. Here's another one. When did you last write a handwritten letter? Who was it to and what was it for? I'm going to say my wife's birthday. When was that? Last year. Gosh, wow. I'm the worst. Well, probably to a team member here. I do some thank you cards to the team. That doesn't count. How about you? You do it every day, I'm I sure. I do a lot. Uh, so listen, here's what I think would be really cool. What if you... She, she doesn't listen to the show, let's be honest. No. What if you wrote Whitney a handwritten letter just telling her what an amazing job she's doing as a brand new mom? Ooh. That would get tears flowing in the best way. I mean, you don't want to just make your wife cry. There's other ways you do that too. I've seen it. But I think just like saying, yeah. hey, I, I just want you to know, I see how amazing you are. Because I say it a lot, but there's something about having it written on paper that hits different. She can go back to it and go back to it and go back to it and go back to it, yeah. That's good. All right, last one. What's the most binge-worthy TV show right now? Oh, man. I'm going to do one that's not going to embarrass me. How about that? Fair. Um, it's Gilmore Girls. You love Gilmore well, Girls. Well, I did just watch the Beckham documentary, which for those of you who think I don't know about sports, I still don't, but I also watched the Beckham documentary. I know. There's a soccer player next to one of your favorite pop stars of all time. Exactly. I was watching for Posh Spice. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say The Bear on Hulu. Ah, I keep hearing about this. A great show. Got to tell you what I stumbled into What's that I'm that? exactly 10 years late on? Homeland. Oh, oh that feels very Deloney. You think that you're a, show? an extra on Homeland. I... I I dream of one day just getting a knock on my door in the woods and the CIA's like, we need you. And I'm like, I'm in. Gosh. That what won't a, come. What a weird dream. The, the YouTube the YouTubers That's came. And like, hey, Look at us connecting, John. Aww. Thanks to these cards. We're friends, I didn't, I didn't we're even, friends now. I wasn't even tempted to pull up my phone and ignore this conversation because they were so good. <laughs> so <laughs> Questions for humans. RamseySolutions.com. Save your holidays. Yep. So reminder, the giveaway is happening at RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway, and then check out the $12 sale at RamseySolutions.com slash store. And while you're there, you'll see my book there. It's not 12 bucks because it's brand new. Eventually, we'll make it to the $12 sale, but it's worth adding to cart, and maybe you'll hit free shipping if you get to, you know, 50 bucks. So Ayo. there you go. All right, let's get to Valerie in Atlanta, Georgia. Valerie, what's going on? Hi, thank you both so much for taking my call. I greatly appreciate being here. Sure. Um, sometimes I try to use humor to get through things. So if I say something and y'all are laughing at it, but I'm serious at the same time, I am new. I'm kind of Ramsey-ish, trying to be much more involved. Um, I was on the um, Ken Coleman show not once but twice Um he didn't tell me I was a hot mess, but I've heard Dave Ramsey say basically some of the things that I'm experiencing. I'm a hot mess. I have the mind of a gazelle, but I'm waddling around like a penguin. I can't, <laughs> I can't get anywhere. I'm That's self-aware, at least, I Valerie. I appreciate that honesty. So how can we help? If Ken Coleman couldn't help you, who can? What's going on? I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. So you're 58, and you sound like you're scared to death. And and he's thinking, yeah, John, you can you can help me. And that's why he hooked me up with you. He said I really probably needed needed to talk to you. Um, I wanted to come to the book signing. We don't have any money, so basically, okay. I'm married to somebody. Much I'm trying to talk fast, and if I talk too fast, let me know. But I'm trying to get it all in because it's a big mess. Okay, a huge, huge, big mess. Go for it. Uh, had an accident four years ago. Um, can try to get, you know, can coach me along a little bit about trying to get a better paying job. I was making six figures. 
I'm not even making but $16 working a big box retail now, and it's extremely stressful. Mm-hmm. And the hours are from 11 to 8, so I can't really get a serving job, you know, at night or do other things. But anyway, long story short, I've been doing a lot of trying to get a new job. I've uh, been in counseling twice a week because I'm, I had to learn to walk again. I had to learn to get out of bed by myself. My husband was by my side. Um, this happened in another country in the Netherlands, but when I came home, I couldn't do anything, and he was still stuck in the Netherlands. I was back here in the States and couldn't do anything um, by myself. I had to go to therapy and everything. This happened about four years ago. So I'm a financial wreck, 58, no savings, don't even have – I can't even pay my bills. My my money doesn't even cover my bills, but I'm so anxious. And sometimes, honestly, I do still – Life ins- term life insurance policy because Dave says have term rather than whole. I do have that, and I feel like I'm more more dead than alive. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. I can't get out of this mess. I I just don't know. Where's husband? Uh, husband is seventy five. Can't okay. work um, here in the states legally, and he's retired. So he is somewhat on the same page with you know he does help a little bit every month, very little because he's still got a place. It's a long story, but I mean, he does not even have a green card in our country because that's five thousand dollars we don't have. Okay. Um, so you're the you know, you're sole income for the house, making sixteen an hour. How much debt do you guys have? We have as as a couple. I mean, it's me. Uh, this is all prior to us being married. Forty seven thousand. Um, go over that. That's why I'm in such a horrific horrific shape. And Ken told me to talk to you guys because. Not only am I anxious every day and nervous and just a financial wreck, um, 20 of that is two parent plus loans. Um, I'm 14.5 upside down in my truck, have tried to work out a settlement, don't know. I mean, like, I can't even buy a hoopty. There's no way to even go out and buy one of those to get, you know, to do the side hustles. I'm not an excuse maker. No, you're stuck. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Yeah, I'm stuck. A couple things. You're stuck. And you ain't going to hear that from George and I, that we're going to clown on you. You're in an absolute mess. And I want you to make complete and total peace with your body. If the anxiety alarms weren't ringing off the hook inside your body, I would tell you, you need to go to a physician immediately. Your anxiety right now means your body is working about perfectly. It's perfect. Okay. So hang on the line. We're going to roll this call over. We're going to go to break. And then we come back. We're going to walk you through some potential challenges and some potential opportunities. This is a mess. And this is very, very hard. Okay. Stay with us. We'll be right back right here on The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, 
Pro Family Filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. We were on the line with our friend Valerie in Atlanta. Let me recap her situation for you. She's 58. Her husband's 75. He can't work in this country, and they can't afford the green card. They're $47,000 in debt between uh, Parent Plus loans and being upside down on a truck, and she's making $16 an hour working retail and feels stuck along with a, uh, an accident that has left her kind of picking up the pieces. So, Valerie, are you still with us here? Yes, sir, I am. Did I sum it up accurately? Pretty much, yes, sir. Okay. Yes. So, hey, I want to jump in here, and I know that you have been repeatedly hit upside the head over the last four or five or six years, right? Yes. And when that happens to us, often we develop some pretty amazing um, defense mechanisms, and so I want you to do me a favor. And I want you to tighten your hands really tight right now. Can you do that? Can you squeeze both your hands as tight as you can? And then I want you to relax them and open them up completely. Okay? Drop your shoulders. I'm going to rattle a bunch of stuff off for the sake of time, and then I'm going to hook you up with a couple things at the end of this, okay? But I want you to think through some of these things. All right? Thing number one. I want you to write a letter to your former self that used to make six figures. That woman is haunting you right now because you used to be incredible, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think you still are. You're hanging in there. You're a boxer that's on the rope, but you're ropes, but you're still hanging in there. And all you can remember is when you used to be champ. And you can't see that actually the fighting that's going on right now, you're actually stronger and tougher than you used to be. Okay? I want you to write her a letter and say you miss her, and but she's gone now. And so what we're going to do is we're going to deal in the reality that we have here. We're going to shift that identity to who we used to be to who we are. And we are scrappy and tough now. Number two, I want you to have a hard conversation with your kids and let them know. I signed these Parent PLUS loans. I can't pay my bills to eat. And I want you to tell them, this is embarrassing. This is hard. This is scary. Whatever words you want to use. But that you need them to help with the cost of their college education, at least for the foreseeable future. And they might tell you, forget you, mom. We're not doing that. Whatever. You're right. I signed my name on it. And if you want to watch your mom drown, then you can watch that. But I need some help. The third thing is, I drove by this morning, my daughter and I went to breakfast, and I drove by a McDonald's, and on the sign, it said 20 bucks an hour. I want you to take all of the 
imaginary pride you have, and I want you to you are locked into a, 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 a eight o'clock to eleven p.m. job or whatever time you work right now. I want you to be very honest about your local area, and it might be working at fast food. It might be working two fast food jobs, McDonald's in the morning, Taco Bell's in the evening, or Arby's in the morning, and whatever. I don't care because right now we got to get that income up. Okay. It's yeah. going to be a swallowing of pride that you, it's going to be, I, I, I just hurt for you. And you're going to come out on the back end of this so strong. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to call the Social Security office and see what the status is. Have you already done that? What do you mean? If you have a disability that prohibits you from doing the work that you used to be able to do, you may be eligible for Social Security early. Uh, well, I, I, I can actually, I, I was going to tell you, four years later, I am walking now. I'm okay. getting out of bed by myself, and I'm fine. Mentally, I'm a mess. Okay. But physically, I can, I'm being real, I can actually work now. I've been applying. That's why Ken said get some help with your mental state, you know, and ask John for some advice on being so anxious. And Why do you, you think know, you're, hold on, why do you think you're a mess? Um... I'm a mess because, well, I feel like I'm a failure. I, okay. I mean, you're asking me the total picture. Feel like I'm a failure. Okay, not true. Going to Hold on, not true. Go, go to the next thing. Okay. What's the next thing? Um, I feel like I'm not good enough. Okay, not true. Go to the next thing. My kids, uh, I, I feel like I'm a failure to my my grown kids. My okay. kids are grown. That's false. Like that's 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 not true. What you've just told me is a lot of feelings. And you're being run by your feelings, not by data. And so it's an old cognitive behavioral technique that any counselor should have had you do, which is to write down these feelings that are burying you. And then I want you to demand evidence from them. Is that true? I feel like a failure to my grown kids. Is that true? Did That's I raise them? how they see me not. Hey, they're grown-ups. They can see you however you want. They may not be true either, right? I want you to take these thoughts, and I want you to write them down, all these feelings, and challenge them. Take them head on. And if you can't see the forest from the trees, call your kid. Hey, I've been really wrestling with this idea that I'm a failure. Is that true? No, Mom, we freaking love you. We miss you. And I want you to take those on. I don't think your body's screwed up. I don't think you're a mess. If I had a 75-year-old person spouse, my wife was 75, and I loved her, and she couldn't work, and she was drowning in her own shame, and she was getting older, and I was terrified, and I had this wreck, and I used to be a six-figure earner, and now I'm making 16 bucks an hour, I'd be anxious too. Every person on the planet would be anxious. That's why I don't know that the anxiety is the thing to go solve right now. I think the thing to solve is fighting, going to war against these negative bullcrap feelings because they're not true. You're not a failure. You're still standing. You're absolutely incredible. You have fought back from not being able to get out of bed and now you're working. Now I want you to see that worth more than 16 bucks an hour because you're worth more than that. I want you to hang on the line because this isn't just a one and done thing, okay? 
We're going to do a couple things. Number one, I'm going to hook you up with three, nope, six. I'm going to hook you up with six months of free counseling with my friends at BetterHelp. You can do that from home, so you don't have to drive anywhere. Okay? It's it's online. The second thing is we're going to hook you up with three sessions with a financial coach, with Ramsey Financial Coaches, for free. Okay? They're going to walk through your budget specifically, and they're going to help pull you apart and show you that it is that bad, and here's some ideas, or it's actually not that bad. Or actually, maybe it's in the middle. You're going to get some data, some facts, okay? The third thing is I'm going to send you three months free of every dollar, the app that you can track your money, and you can begin to get some little wins, little bits of control over this thing, slowly and surely. Anxiety comes when we project the future is going to be a certain way, and it scares us, and we start trying to solve it in the present, and it's an imaginary future. You have to head into that anxiety. I'm terrified about what comes next. Cool. I'm going to go figure out what comes next. I'm terrified I'm not going to have enough money. Cool. I'm going to go get a second job and a third job because now I can get up. I'm terrified about count, uh, about my feelings. Cool. I'm going to see a counselor and I'm going to use CBT techniques. I'm going straight after these feelings that aren't true. We're going right into the storm and we're going to hook you up with people to walk with you. Thank you for being brave. Thank you for the call. You are awesome. 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 Good stuff, John. Thank you for that. One last thing, Valerie. The first thing you buy is food. The next thing you need to buy is shelter. The next thing is utilities. We're paying for light, paying for the water bill. And the next thing is clothing, basic necessities. That's it. That means the car loan folks, they can kick rocks and pound sand because you don't have the money to pay. The student loan companies, they can also kick rocks and pound sand because you don't have the money to pay. You come first. The creditors, they can wait. And I love John's advice about getting the kids to pitch in. Even though it's legally on you, I think the kids need to step up and help mom in her time of need. And we can get you outside of this upside-down truck situation. You need to go over there and say, listen, you got a bad loan on your hands. I need the difference to get out of this mess. And you're going to have to fight that to get out of that mess and get you something you can drive to work. But we are rooting for you. America is rooting for you. And John hooked you up with so many resources that I hope helps you take the right next step. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. Today's question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. When you want to repair, maintain, or improve your home, stop wasting time scrolling through pages and pages of providers and Googling around. Neighborly is all you need to remember for a nationwide network of local home service professionals. Visit neighborly.com slash Ramsey to find reliable help near you. All right, today's question comes from Monica in New Hampshire. She writes... I have a question about the debt snowball. I feel like I've been doing it all wrong. My two debts are my car loan and student loans. My car loan is $8,500. My student loans total a whopping $120,000, but this is split over 16 different loans. 12 of the loans are lower than the car loan. My loans are in deferment since I'm in school, but interest has started. Should I stick with tackling the car loan or turn my gazelle intensity to the smaller student loans? Thank you for your help. 
Ooh, this is like a common core math riddle. <laughs> Jane has 16 Except loans. there will be an actual answer to this one. Yes, we can actually solve this this puzzle here. Okay, so loans are in deferment. You're in school. Interest has started. Should I stick with tackling the car loan? I assume she's working while in school, which I like, that there's income coming in at the same time. Uh, or turn the gazelle intensity to the smaller student loans. I'm gonna. This is what I did personally, so I'll tell you what I did. I had you know, 12, 13 different little loans, and it was so much more freeing to see them as little ankle biters and list them out smallest to largest than it was to see $120,000 student loans. Yes. So Baby steps. I would do it. You can do it in a spreadsheet, but what's really helpful now, I didn't have every dollar back then, but with every dollar, when you list out your budget, you can list all of your debts, smallest to largest. It does it for you. And you'll list out your minimum payments, your loan balances, and that will show you what to tackle next and how much margin you have in your budget to throw at that smallest debt. So absolutely, let's tackle the smallest one first. Let's knock out that little one. You have 11 more student loans to go. Then the car loan will sit in the mix. Then you'll have those last four student loans. And you're going to free up so many payments along the way that you get this thing called hope and momentum and motivation. And that's what keeps you going. And it's why I love the debt snowball. Yeah, there's something powerful. You can spend nine months knocking that car loan down to $3,000, or you can spend nine months and you have 16 loans, and now you only have six. And there's just something psychological about that. We, we say that all the time. It's 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 80% behavior, 20% math, right? And so the, the psychology, the behavior part, these tiny little wins over and over and over again. So I love that advice, That's George. Good. Well, and 12 student loans are lower than that $8,500 yeah, car loan. So out, that man. tells me you're going to knock these out so fast and you're actually going to get there faster. And the math, people like to argue about the debt avalanche and paying the highest interest first. Nah, the math is negligible. Uh, but what isn't dude. is the psychology that will get you to the actual finish line. Yeah. And so love it. Way to go. Call us up when you're debt-free, Monica. We'll celebrate with you. All right, Logan is in Atlanta up next. Logan, what's going on? Hello? You with us? Yes, sir. What's going on? Hey, uh, so I have a question. Uh, I'm 20 years old, and I do travel construction work, and my company has a 401k-type plan, not exactly a 401k. Uh, I'm not sure what they called it, but they decided to cancel it and actually handed me everything that I contributed this morning. And I was wondering uh, what I should do with that money. I'm on step two. I recently just started the plan. A friend recommended it to me. Um, I, I, I got the $1,000 last week, and now I'm, uh, I'm yeah, so I'm looking to see what to do with that money. Awesome. How much is it? Uh, so it's a, it was a 20, every $20 you put in, they only put in 10. So uh, until I got my debts paid, I was only putting in about 40 bucks a week. So it's uh, only $800. Okay. And what's your debt hold, total? Hold, hold, hold. Did, did they keep their match? Did they just keep their money? So it was a, it's like this deal where until 15 years, you're not 100% vested. And I was only until 15? So 15 years? Yeah. And you're still with this company? Yeah. You work for the mob? Well, uh. Well, I'm only about a year into this company. I'm uh, I'm 20 years old. Yeah, dude, you're young enough that you don't realize that they are taking so much advantage of you. You're working for unethical people. I've never heard of it taking 15 years to vest. Yeah, it, the percentage it goes up every every year, something like that. But so they held they your money. They held your money for a year. They made interest yeah. on your money. They matched your money. And then they're like, eh, we're not doing this anymore. Here's your money back. We'll keep the interest we earned off your 800 bucks, and we're going to keep the money that we're going to match 15 years from now. 
Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's called Sketchy. So I was wondering what to do with that, and um, I'm going to get into a Roth when I get my debts paid off. Um, but so, yeah, I was just wondering what to do with that money. Should I save it? Throw it at the debt. You're in baby step two. You already have the $1,000, so any money above that, let's start throwing at the debt. So what's your next smallest debt? Okay, so, yeah, I have a a car loan, and then I have two. I have an ATV loan, and I have a a personal loan for a truck that I owned previously. I fixed so I could sell it because it was giving me a lot of problems, and it was just costing me money to own. You have an addiction to wheels and motors, don't you, my man? (laughs) Well, yeah. Okay. Sell your ATV, I, I dude. I was under the impression that it was going to build up my credit. So I purchased that when I was 18, and I found out that that was not the case. So <laughs> yeah, What? Dude. Ah! Oh, dude, boy. Your ATV is sold this weekend. Okay? It's gone. Logan, I'm so glad you're 20 because you have so much time to never make dumb mistakes again. And that gives me great joy that you're only like yes, two sir. years into adulthood and you can undo a lot of this and still have the next 40 years to build wealth and not remain broke. Yes, sir. So what is the next smallest debt on the list? So it's I have a $1,700 debt um, from a truck repair. That one's the first. And then the ATV is second, and I owe about seven on it. And What's it worth? What could car. you sell it for? I think it's probably only worth about four. So I was planning on trying to pay it get the difference, and then try to sell it as fast as I can. Okay. And the personal loan? Uh, well, the personal loan was for the truck fix. That's the smallest one oh, got at $1,700. And then the car and loan? And then I have a car loan at 17000 What's this car worth? Um, Probably about twelve to thirteen. Goodness. And what do you make? Uh, I make about $50,000 a year. Okay. So we're underwater in pretty much everything in our life, and I want to get you above water, and that means sacrifices, no more toys. It means working double. Can you work overtime? Can you pick up three more jobs? Uh, well, I work out of town, so that's, that's not actually possible for me. Can you go get a different job doing the same thing locally? Um, I'm not sure. I, I get pretty decent hours working out of town, and... Um, a family member is is in this business, and he's very high up, and he's kind of guiding me to get to where he is. Um, so that's kind of the main reason I'm working for the company. Logan, your company sucks. I don't like this plan. And if I was doing a consulting gig and I was sitting with your president of your company behind closed doors, I would tell him the same thing. He's taking advantage of 20-year-olds. Yes, sir. Could you make $25 an hour locally doing construction? Uh, I'm not sure. It's not really something I've looked into. I make about 22 right now. I just got a raise. So listen, homie, this morning, I just mentioned this on another call. This morning, I was taking my daughter to breakfast, and I drove past a sign at a McDonald's that was starting at $20 an hour. And this is in rural Tennessee. And if you worked at McDonald's in rural Tennessee... You'd make almost the same money, except you'd get to sleep in your own bed, and you wouldn't have to travel, and you could have friends and community, and possibly work a small weekend job to make a little bit more money. And probably have better benefits than what you have now. I promise you would have better benefits. You have this picture, dude. I'm just, I'm just telling you. If you were my brother or my son or a close friend of mine, I would tell you, I don't work for people I don't trust, period. I just don't, man. Life's too short. And if they're going to do this to you, they're going to take advantage of you and then pat you on the back and then say, 
look how great we are, dude. I, I'm I am out. I'm out, man. I'm going to start doing some homework, Logan, to see what jobs are available in my area. Talk to people who are doing those jobs. How much do they make? Do they enjoy it? And I'm going to try to work locally so that you can bust your butt, work overtime, and not be on the road and stuck in this cycle, man. Get a girlfriend. Hang out. Enjoy your life. Smile. Chips and salsa, dude. That's what it's all about. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back before you know it.